What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, baby. Hey, my love. Ready to talk about some sex? Yep. Yep. Back yep. at it again. My vagina's ready to talk about sex. My vagina had a very early morning today. Oh. For a pap test. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that like? <clears throat> we uh, we actually, uh, this week we released an episode on Sick Boy about vaginismus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, our guest, Molly, she was telling us about like going for pap tests and and how excruciatingly painful they are. Um, and uh, and it just made me think of, like, is a pap test, like, not excruciatingly painful if you don't have vaginismus? You know what I mean? Like, what's it like for a... I'll tell you what it's like for me. Yeah. Uh, you have a pretty normal vagina. It's whatever that means, but I guess, it's I guess healthy. Like, yeah, like a healthy vagina. that like, you You haven't had any issues... No, I've never had any, any, uh, no. 
No, it's well, pretty, my I guess I don't have what I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. Yeah, but right. um, I have a pretty cool family doctor who um, has been my doctor for the last like three years or so, and she was really rad about um, like when we opened our relationship and yeah. like she, I've been very frank with her about she's pretty cool everything yeah. and. Um, so she's she's cool, but it's still weird to get on the bed and sp- put my feet spread in the em. stirrups and spread my knees. Yeah. Um, and as much as I trust her, uh, like there's something about that 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 those duck lips going in. Oh, duck lips. That's what they're called. Really? Uh, yep. Oh no. Um, there's well, no, that's not what they're actually called. Come here, puppy dog. Um, you ain't talking to the microphone. She's <laughs> licking my face. Um. Oh, why do you stink? Um, whatever it's actually called, speculum or whatever, oh, yeah, goes yeah, in yeah. and it jacks it open. It's like a little jack <laughs> for your vagina. God, don't say it like that. There is, it doesn't, I, maybe I've seen too many horror movies, but I'm just like, for me, it's way too vulnerable. Like, it just feels like anything really bad could happen. Yeah. Like, kind of like putting a Q-tip too far into your ear. Like oh, that's what it God. feels like oh. could happen. Well, with the uh, other than, you're not then, supposed then to put Q-tips in your ear. No, I know. So don't do that either. No. <clears throat> but that's the same sort of feeling that my body is just like, ooh, careful. Right. This is very perilous. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I had to go in because I had a, a regular pap like uh, in December last year. So they you have to go and check it out, make sure that the irregular cells are just not doing anything they're not supposed to do right sure no cancer in the in the vajayjay that's what they're that that's yeah. what they're checking for right. yeah cervical cancer well you've had a you've had a productive morning then yeah did with that. your with your junk did that i woke up and uh i shaved my balls <laughs> and uh trimmed my pubes so that's also productive yeah it's pretty productive do you have day. a date tonight or something uh no i do have a date later this week though oh man uh i'm nervous i'm nervous for it was it a nervous shaving of your balls? Were you like, no. I don't know how to <laughs> no. handle my emotions. No, I do that. I do that anyway. I do that for my own for my own sanity. Okay. Um, the, the the me shaving my balls had nothing to do with me. The fact that I have a date later this week. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm nervous about it. Uh, so I, <clears throat> I guess we we haven't really talked about this that much. But so Beck and I open things up, mm-hmm. and it's really it's really it's uh. It's challenging, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a big struggle and we're both working really, really hard when with one another to like, to cross those, like those early hurdles. Cause like early on, it's always, it's always a big challenge. Yeah. There's lots of, ooh, lots of like new firsts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And so, um, I had a date a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't know I was on a date. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. You didn't tell everybody about this, but you told me. Uh, it was pretty funny. I went out with with a, just a friend, a mutual like a, fr- a mutual friend of ours, a friend, mm-hmm. and we she I saw her uh, working like we were out working at a cafe and and said hey what's up and we were chatting back and forth and then she was like we should grab beer sometime and I was like yeah it's a great idea and then we went out for beers and in the middle of it just like based on like where the conversation was going I was like is this a date mm-hmm. and then she was like I don't know is it. And I was like, I, I don't know. And then she was like, do you want it to be? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, yeah, I want it to be too. And I was like, okay, so it's a date? And she's like, yeah, it's a date. So like halfway through hanging out, it became a date. Mm-hmm. 
Officially. Officially. Uh, which was really oh, funny. What a dance. It was really funny. But you know what was so great about it is that it, s- starting out, because it di- I didn't think I was going on a date, mm-hmm. I wasn't nervous or anything. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, here we go. This uh, is fine. Out with a bud. Uh, just out with a pal. But now this this coming this coming one later this week, I'm like... Definitely I've, a date. Yeah, I got like the... Ooh, All right. Nerves, like the jitters, like the date jitters. Weird. I think also too because I think I'm also nervous because it's like, who this is like this is going to be a cha- this it's going to be a challenging thing like another hurdle mm-hmm. to get over th- for for Becca and I yeah so I don't know it's a lot you just keep flinging yourself over those hurdles just, yeah just hucking myself hucking yeah. my body <laughs> through the hurdles <laughs> if not over them straight through straight them straight through yeah oh. How does it feel for you? Like we've, I, how does it feel for you knowing that I'm, I'm dating again? Um, it feels, uh, it feels okay. Like I don't, there's not really much to report over here. I guess, um, you know, the biggest way that it affects me really is the way that it affects you and Becca because Becca's now like such a, um, a prominent uh, person in my day to day, and you know, you're when you guys are doing well, um, it it is really great for everybody. And then when you know, if there's conflict or whatever, there's something that's rough that's happening that also sort of affects everything. Mm. You know, because we're we move in the same sort of sphere, and when you're down. It's hard Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. same if I even if I'm around you two and I sense that you're not, you know, you're you're not seeing eye to eye or whatever you caught in one of those moments, then um, that's hard too for me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we share a lot of the same space and our moods impact each other. Yeah. So that's really the, the only like real way that I feel anything about it. Um, but like, you don't feel, you don't feel those, those pangs of jealousy or, or, um, or like anything like that. Like, like we used to, we used to struggle with that early on when Mm -hmm. we opened things up, you know, like if you were going out on a date, like it would just, I would be just wrought with stress and like, and kind of pulling my hair out and thinking, you know what happens when she comes home and like do, what do i ask her do it do i want to know the details you know like that kind of shit like mm-hmm. do you is that or or are you kind of like over that that hurdle i think i am over that um i i mean you did literally uh hook me up with someone when we were in austin so oh it, yeah you you literally played wing woman yeah i and like I, try to set me up well, yeah. I mean, I think there's something sort of. I like hearing your stories about it. I'm curious about it. Um, I wouldn't say, like, there's zero. You know, the one thing that came to mind there was, well, you know, will if he, you know, starts dating other people, will he still have time to hang out with me? But at this point, I I also know that like you don't have time to have another serious relationship definitely not so i'm like that's just like it doesn't even exist so i'm not really thinking about that and um and the other was 
I don't, I don't feel threatened by what anyone else will bring um, into your life, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, I, un- unless it's like, you know, let's just, you know, there is a chance, a slight chance that, um, you know, one of the Kardashian gals uh-huh. comes up here for a visit because she knows someone that this. we all know then uh and you know and she lays eyes on me there's a there is and a she says i want you exclusively there's a possibility mm-hmm. that that might happen mm-hmm. and uh you're i didn't realize you're into the kardashians i'm not oh <laughs> uh, but they get whatever they want so. they got a lot of money yeah oh that's <laughs> i mean fair. that like look if i'm ever gonna get that nintendo switch yeah it's uh, uh, uh that's your best chance what's her name kylie is it Kylie? What's the younger one? That's I have no idea. I don't know either. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if your chances are as good as you think they are. Hey, look, I know someone who who spends a lot of time with them. So oh, uh, maybe I can f- find Finagle? a way in there. Yeah, like you just you know. Yeah. Hey Tyler, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> yeah. just like just hook a brother up and just remind <laughs> me quickly what their names are. Yeah, and just uh, and tell Travis names. Scott uh, to go fuck himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it right here. You heard it first, folks. Jeremy Saunders from Turn Me On Podcast is calling out travis scott i don't even know who that is he's a rapper okay yeah okay well, and while we're at it kanye west too fuck you bring it on bring it on kanye I, i'm a huge <laughs> fan but I'll, I'll punch you in the dick if you <gasps> let's let's i'll fight for kim oh right okay wow okay they have like a what did they god invented the kardashians <laughs> what does tina Fey say about that God? Uh, I don't know, but that's another woman that I would throw, I would hurl my body at. You would hurl your body at Tina Fey? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? She's the funniest woman on the planet. She's... Her and Amy Poehler are like, if that's a dream threesome right there, Amy Poehler and, and Tina Fey, except, wow, really? except the threesome would be us with our clothes on the entire time and just talking at each other. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I love her so much. Um, yeah, no, she said Kim Kardashian, who we know was made by Russian scientists to sabotage our athletes. <laughs> um anyway. Oh God. Okay, so yeah, I guess I'm just you know, other than the Kardashians and all their fucking money, um, I feel like I of through this process, I just trust you a lot. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. 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 Like I, I feel like you and I have this thing that's like so locked in. Mm. It's, you know, it's, it rider, uh, uh, you're my, you're what, it, uh, you're my ride, ride till we die. Uh, you're my ride or die bitch. Yeah. I don't even know. It's, I, I'm still trying to like get on the, I gotta like, I gotta change my language if I'm going to get in with the Kardashians. I know. I heard thing. what you're trying to do there. Yeah. I got it. You're my ride or die bitch. Um, can that be the title of this episode (laughs) yeah my ride or die bitch yeah 100% yeah well I'm I'm glad that you don't feel that those ways or that you're worried yeah about about things you know do you feel that I mean I don't I go on dates but like um what about if like I hang out with a past boyfriend or past lover no you don't no, feel weird about that? No. I, what about I, the one that. the one that you... Um, the one that I don't like no, and no, that no. I said that I would never have on the podcast? Uh, no, Although not we'll, him. we'll probably have him on the podcast anyway. That'd be great. Um, not him, <laughs> but the one 
we also like let's not use names but the okay. one that you you actually vetoed 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 i vetoed him yeah like in vetoed, our contract uh like yeah. i said you can't sleep with this guy no it it we were sleeping together for a bit he and i this guy and i and then Wait, after the a few that, months is this the guy that you went to montreal with yeah oh no not at all you've yeah no no okay. i'm over that because yeah. you were you had v you vetoed him hard that's the only reason we stopped I stopped sleeping with him. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, th- let's unpack this then for a second. Okay. Because I think, I, I would, from what I remember, um, and this is who I'm thinking of, right? I mean, we won't use names, but he lives on PEI. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And you guys, you guys, I dropped you off once. Yeah. Uh, like In New Brunswick. In New Brunswick. And you went on a road trip with him. Yeah. The reason I got so fucked up about that situation was because of how these like giant leaps of steps you were taking with him. (laughs) Like, like you were like, yeah, I just like met this guy. Like, I don't know, like yesterday and we're going to drive to Montreal together. And I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa. Like I thought we were just kissing people. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like you, you took it so fast so far. And I was, well, like we were sleeping with other people at the time. Totally. Yeah. But it was like, yes, that was, that was a big step. I I was, I was totally embellishing there, but, but it was at that trip that, that, Road trip really mm-hmm. fucked me. It was up. a big step. You and you agreed to it before you were ready. Yeah, that's was right. a big thing. Yeah. And for me, so I was I, like, I cut that whole thing deal? off. I cut the thing off. Yeah. It, so that was in oh, September. That sucks. I'm sorry. That started in September. And um, I remember the last probably time that I hung out with this person was maybe here in Halifax. Yeah. They came over for like a weekend and that you also didn't, you just never liked him after that Montreal trip. Yeah. The Montreal trip really yeah. fucked me up. Yeah. But that you say September, that wasn't this past September. That was it. That was a couple years ago. ago. Couple yeah. Years ago. yeah. A couple years ago. And so it was probably like four months later though that you were like, okay, that's enough of that. Oh, wow. So I'd been kind of like seeing this person for a little bit. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And you were really fucking roughed up about that. Well, I, I was bummed, but I, it yeah. wasn't, I mean, if you were to do that now, it'd be yeah, that would that'd be pretty hard. That it might even like be impossible. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, yep. No, I agree. Um, I agree. Well, and and that was the thing that we had in our contract was like it was like as soon as one wants to like is done, veto, yeah, or like you know veto the the other, yeah, then we have to do that, but give the appropriate amount of time considering other people's emotions are involved. That's or right. Yeah. Actually, uh, a which is impossible to put a fucking time on. No, I know. Now that I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, I think early on, I think early on in in opening things up, that's pr- that's a that's I think, a pretty reasonable. And I think that this was clause. pretty reasonable, like yeah. w- that particular time. Yeah. Um, you gave me some a grace period to like have the conversations yeah. with him I needed to have and stuff like that. So uh, for those of you who are tuning in, maybe for like one of the first times, um, we, we've we talked about this before, but when we opened our relationship up, we, we came up with this contract. And it was a Google Doc that we had worked uh, all of the rules and, and expectations that we had uh, within this like journey of opening up our relationship. And we we tried to stick to those rules as as um, as much as possible, and mm-hmm. and those rules would evolve, and that contract would evolve as the as the nature of our relationship would change. Um, and daily, even like with things like, oh hey, 
here's this thing we had in writing last night. This happened, and I realized that that isn't actually an issue for me, but it's it's this yeah. part of it that's an issue for me. So can we revise this rule? Yeah, like the, well, like one example would be like no sleepovers, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, I was there till like four a.m. Mm-hmm. and had to leave their place and. It really, like, I should have just slept there and mm-hmm. it was kind of dumb for me to come home. Can we just change that so that we can, that kind of thing? That worked for us, yeah. Yeah. So, so the reason I'm bringing this up is that somebody uh, had actually DM'd us on Instagram, who's a, a listener, and uh, actually she messaged me directly and had brought that contract thing up and was like, would it be weird if you, like, publish that? Mm. Or like a variation of that, like maybe change. We did. You know? Did we? Did we make it yeah, public? Yeah, I think went way back at the beginning of. Um, how how do people get their hands on it? On the blog. On the blog, I think. Oh no way! Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then, if you're listening, uh, who whoever wrote that to me, I don't want to name names. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the blog, and maybe we'll repost it. Oh, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, we could repost it with this. And if we do, we'll put it up on, on Instagram and uh, let everyone know. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think it would be a good idea for people who are curious about uh, diving into that territory, you know? Yeah, very much. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move it on. Uh, um, I want to talk about Patreon for a moment. We just released our exclusive Patreon um, foreplay for the people who are, are subscribed to our Patreon page. First of all, if you're if you're a patron of ours, thank you so much. And if you're not a patron of ours, you're missing out on some pretty uh, pretty killer. Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brody just fell through the earth, and she's gone for good. Um, okay, I, I gotta fix that, Mike. Okay, we're back. Uh, that was a fun trip. Yeah, little. <laughs> The the the, the, the sky wonders is of, falling. Yeah, the wonders of recording in your own living room <laughs> with gear that <laughs> is subpar pu- and puppies that are just Run marching around. around. So anyway, uh, on Patreon, we released this foreplay of the you and I, and we were talking about well, we talked about a bunch of things on it, but we talked about uh, Jacob's ladders, mm-hmm. which for those of you who don't know is like a form of. Um, Body modification, it's piercing. It's also a really wonderful Sunday school song. <laughs> and and a movie, I believe. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, like an 80s movie, Jacob's Ladder. Okay, so. Um, anyway, Jacob's Ladder is, if, if you don't know, it's the, it's a, it's a, it's a penis piercing. So like the frenulum, uh, the, the little like piece of skin at the base of the head. Yeah. On the underside. But the, the, the Jacob's Ladder is like several barbell piercings that run down the shaft on the underside uh-huh. of the cock and uh we we found this photo that was like pretty hardcore this guy had a number of uh he had a jacob's ladder and he had a prince albert and he had a, sort of like a, a sort of jacob's jungle gym of piercings on his balls oh yeah um but a night a real nice dick yeah, this no, it was great. And it was very clean. Very, very clean. everything yeah. was all healed up. So yeah, yeah. And it's made that me. Doesn't take that long. It's made me. Uh, I won't. I probably won't ever do it. But gosh, it really got me. Like you like. I was, think, I was thinking about it a lot. Experience. I do. Yeah. 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 I've had a number. I've had my nipples pierced. But my nose. But you're very squeamish about stuff around. Yeah. Like yeah. Poking on my dick. Mm-hmm. Not not into it. So anyway, we talked about Jacob's Ladders in our Patreon episode. 
Uh-huh. What else do we talk about? Uh, oh, the oh, the fucking... So I'm going to Toronto. Uh, I'm going to Toronto at the end of September. September 21st, and I'll be there till like the 30th. Mm-hmm. We're doing some sick boy stuff. I'm speaking at a at a uh, this thing called the, the International Death Symposium. And just recently in the news, I read that Toronto is opening its very first sex doll brothel. That's right. And I was so game yeah. to spend the money to go to the sex doll brothel, which was supposed to open on September 8th, uh-huh. and go have sex with a sex doll at a sex doll brothel. The landlord wouldn't let them move in, so they canceled the lease, and now, now we don't have a a doll brothel in North America. Sex but, doll brothel got canceled. But they said that they are going to find another place to open one, and apparently there are there there are like a few um, adult. Uh, entertainment lounges around literally around the city of Toronto uh, but um, but what's with the legality of receiving because those are all like massage parlors well there so apparently massage parlors aren't really legal from what I can tell Forever, or is it like Man, I don't kind fucking, of? I don't fucking know. I I think I think illegal, like like rub and tug. You're talking about like rub and tug parlors, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's legal, huh? But is it? Legal? But I know someone who works at one. Yeah, and we got a really interesting email from someone who uh, says that that most people would call her essential masseuse but basically that her work is um, facing like increasingly oppressive police presence um, to the point where they're they're shaming the customers Mm -hmm. as they you know Come and go. Is this the brain boner? Um, yeah. Well, there. Well, it's not really a, a brain boner. It's just kind of like a FYI. Well, let's read it. Okay. So this is from. Uh, we'll call her Chelsea. Um, I consider myself a healer, but most people would say I'm a sensual masseuse. I love what I do. I've explored many fetishes with my clients, including pegging, golden showers, domination, puppy play, necrophilia, foot play, etc. through my line of work, but tend to be much more into tenderness and affection. I care about my clients, some of whom I've been seeing on a regular basis for over 10 years. It started as a personal sort of challenge to explore my taboos, to learn about boundaries, my own and others, and how to be respectful of them, and to learn to love my body. I'm quite curvy and don't fit the stereotype of the body we are taught to believe men find attractive. Almost 20 years later, I value all the experience my work has allowed me and all the people I have met. I work with people who are sick, cancer, Parkinson's, diabetes with burn and accident survivors. I work with mostly cis men who have little to no experience with women and who don't want to go the Tinder route. I work with people going through divorces, depression, general loneliness. I work with people who want 
touch within the limits I maintain who are tired after a busy week, stressed out about family obligations and need some uncomplicated time to focus on their own needs. I am incredibly affectionate, caring, and calming. While I work in the nude and sensuality is an integral part of my work, I have clear limits and have never had sex with my clients. So, why am I writing? A few years ago, the laws in Canada changed, and in the past year I've been faced with increasingly oppressive police presence. They show up at work and shame my clients, telling them that they could end up with a criminal record, that they are addicts and dirty. Those clients don't come back, and I wonder where they turn instead and how it affects them. The last discussion I was witness to between an officer of the law and a client was heartbreaking. He is such a sweet, inexperienced introvert and had only started coming to see us to get more comfortable with approaching, talking, and touching women so that he could venture out more confidently into the dating world. We had great conversations. He had finally started loosening, loosening up and joking around. It was beautiful. The police are trying to shut down places like the one I work in, which is clean and well-run. We don't tolerate any drugs or alcohol on the premise and only tolerate respectful and empowering interactions. According to the new laws, women can independently be paid for providing sexual-slash-sensual services, but they cannot organize and work together. I work with a group of women who love men and sensuality but don't want to take any risks with our health, and we have decided not to offer any kind of penetration. It is much more difficult for independent workers to enforce clear limits. Safety becomes an issue when working alone. It is illegal for us to work together as we do. I am putting myself at risk if I answer the phone and book an appointment for someone else. Any client who decides to come see us is at risk of being charged or arrested. I was kind of blissfully unaware of the potential consequences until somewhat recently I'm now faced with being forced to stop providing a service that I believe is crucially important in today's society. I find it heartbreaking as I feel that it is my calling in life. I'm not doing anything wrong. I love, love, love what I do and especially when I see the positive impacts it has on the lives that I touch. I had often thought about being a guest on your show, but recently, with an impending legal battle, it seems risky to share anything publicly. But I wanted to write because I think people need to be aware that while it may seem that we live in an open and accepting society, sex workers are being harassed on a regular basis. The laws need to change and people need to be aware of the laws and how they could be affected. Even the seeking arrangements relationship your guests recently discussed on your podcast would be considered illegal. This sugar daddy could get in. Uh, in trouble. I've heard that the city and the police don't want visibility on this topic and it works in their favor that most sex workers also don't want to be outed to their communities, but I thought perhaps you could say something about this topic on your public forum that would shed light on this situation. We need more supporters. The laws need to change. I appreciate all that you do and the open conversations that you have been having. Keep it up. Thanks. Interesting. Now, so, according to that email, then, um, if I went to, say, the city of Toronto, um, and I, on one of my days off, happened to go to one of these particular parlors for a massage, and then that massage um, turns into something a little bit more uh, intimate, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more private. Um, I would technically be breaking the law and could get 
arrested or uh, charged. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, Not that I'm going to do that, mm -hmm. but I mean, I, I do things from time to time mm -hmm. uh, in, in, for the experience so that I can come back to the podcast and talk about things that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. I wonder what would research. Uh, well, I wonder like, it, so let's just say hypothetically, I did this when I went to Toronto and went to one of these places and had a little, mm -hmm. <coughs> and then afterwards I came back and I talked about it on the podcast. Is that illegal? Not um, saying that I'm going to do that. Just saying what, you know, I don't know. I feel like they... I should ask a lawyer. Yeah, we maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, I should ask a lawyer, like, hypothetically, if I was going to go do that, and then I came back and I talked about it, would that be bad? Well, you could, yeah, no, I guess, yeah. No, you you could hypothetically talk about it. You could talk about it in hypothetically. You could say hypothetically, because doesn't, um, didn't, uh, didn't OJ Simpson do that? I'm pretty sure O.J. Simpson murdered his wife. Yeah, but didn't he go and then like hypothetically, if I did it, here's what I would have done. Uh, yeah, I in, think he, like he did do something like that. Great. I, I don't know enough. I've actually kind of stayed away from the whole O.J. thing just because it. I don't know. It's, did you watch the documentary? I didn't. No, I, I think it's pretty clear though. Like from from it's what everyone has told me, it's believable. Like, yeah, it's pretty clear he he did it, right? Well, yeah, no, of course, but that's not even what the documentary is about. You just have to fucking watch it. It's nuts. It's one of the most intriguing things I've ever watched. Well, I highly recommend. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That just reminded me that there are some um, some prejudices against uh, sex workers that I, I found really uh, surprising. Yeah. Um, hang on one second. I know one of them was if you have. Uh, if you have a record, like a criminal record, a record of of sex work, I don't know where that would be. Like, I guess if, it'd be your criminal record. Yeah, um, you I can guess. never you can never get a job working with children. Yeah, right. Um, Interesting. Somebody somebody told me that. I actually don't know that that's factual, but that but <laughs> I know you can never donate blood ever. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Why does it make sense? Well, because well, I, I, maybe this is controversial, but I I think it kind of makes sense. It's it, because the the um, HIV AIDS is a is a blood uh, is a Bigby. Jesus Christ! Will you stop licking your dick so loudly? Hey, hey. Just don't do that while you're in here. It makes my it makes my neck hurt, man. God. It's really gross. Um, I too. Like I can hear. I, I know no one else can hear it, probably, but like I can hear it in the headphones, and it's it makes me sick. Um, uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Jesus Christ! This is we're off the rails that today. Uh, well, <laughs> So sex sex workers not being able to donate blood. You're oh, right. talking about the well, well, HIV, AIDS, sexually transmitted disease, and is, and and a number of other diseases that can that are exist within your blood, I mm-hmm. guess. And so it's like you you've run the risk of because it it is a risky thing, right? Like sex sex work, like it, it, well, you're at it depends. I mean, yes, it's you're putting yourself in in risk. Um, uh, but, but this is like, even if you aren't, um, so we know that HIV cannot show up, it, it can show up much later in your blood right. than, at, than from the moment you originally contracted. Okay. So that's, that would be one of the reasons. Right? Yeah. But there is a window of time. Right. And that used to be the reason that they said that gay people couldn't. Right. Right. Um, and now it's like, I think so many years after your last like homosexual partner you can then give blood that's that's what it's like now i, th- I think so yeah jesus fuck and then man. um and but not at all with sex work even if you don't do sex work for right. 15 years you can't donate right. blood so i think that's a i thought that was pretty lame so you think you right so you you disagree with it i mean i don't know like i i i don't mm-hmm. think i can donate blood anyway can yeah. i donate blood with cf I've got uh, weak blood. I don't think I've got those it's weak genes. I don't think you can transmit it that way, though. No, you can't. No, so I don't so I guess maybe I can. You're probably good. I just don't fuck with needles, so mm-hmm. I'll never donate my blood anyway. I, look, I, and that sounds horrible and it's awful. And please, one eight hundred donate, go donate or whatever the number is. Go call that and donate your blood. Donate your blood because I won't donate mine because I'm too scared. Uh huh. You know. I don't even know how to look that up the whole time. I've been like, how can I look up the prejudices or laws against sex work? But it's really, it's, I need more, I need better resources. I actually reached out um, 
the other day to speak with Stepping Stone, the um, organization here in Halifax that works um, with uh, people who are um, looking at uh, exiting or entering the sex industry and who, um, that you know, part of their mandate is to, to like, uh, um, reduce... Um, abolish like sex trafficking yeah um so that and basically everybody who's involved um is is aware and consenting and um understands yeah. the risks and has the support that they need so i want to i want to talk with them a little bit um what is this dog doing baby baby just lay down lay, or lay, leave lay down <laughs> Jesus Do you want to go outside? Christ. Is it too hot in here? Big B, outside. Direct him under the cords. Out. This is so. This is too much. Um, all right. Well, do you want me to? Do you want me to read this silly? This silly article that I saw the other day. So it's a Vice article that came out, and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I'm I'm uh, pretty much a child still, and uh, so this just was right up my alley. It's called uh, the title of the article: If your town has a goofy sex name, you're getting free Pornhub Premium. <laughs> Do you live in fucking horny town or balls cross? You're in luck. Pornhub has always looked out for its porn loving fans. Over the past few years, the streaming site has made sex education sites to teach folks about their junk and sex as exercise routines to help people fuck their way to to fitness and released a series of audio porn for the visually impaired. I love audio porn, by the way. Yeah. What do you love about it? I don't know. It's just like it turns me on. Do you listen to a lot of it? Uh, yeah, I yeah, Tumblr. I go to Tumblr. There's like an audio porn Tumblr. Interesting. And people submit their own. Their like people will submit the sounds of them like getting themselves off. Mm-hmm. And it's like the breath and like the like the slight moans and groans. Right. I love that. Okay. It's hot. Okay. Um. Uh. It even has a college scholarship to help students go balls deep into their higher education. <laughs> And now Pornhub has launched an all new initiative aimed at helping out another subset of their fans, the people who unfortunately live in towns with sexual sounding names. The project called Pornhub Premium Places will give residents in towns like Fort Dick, California, Cumbum, India, (laughs) Indiana, sorry, and fucking Austria. There's a place called fucking Austria. In Austria. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Uh, they're giving them a reason to be finally proud of their addresses by supplying them with free access to Pornhub Premium. In quotations, it's no secret that many people all over the world enjoy watching porn, are familiar with its vocabulary. Pornhub writes on its site to announce the Premium Places initiative. So why all the fuss over places with names like fucking, rectum, or dildo? To make up for years of mockery, Pornhub has decided to name these special parts of the world as hashtag premium places and give them the best thing we have to offer, free access to our amazing Pornhub premium content. The offer is good worldwide, from the Canadian town of Climax to Blowhard, Australia, but there are 10 cities in the U.S. that qualify. So these are the U.S. cities. Okay, give me the U.S. Fort Dick, California. Mm Mm-hmm. Hooker, Oklahoma. Boners Lake, Wisconsin. Climax, Michigan. French Lick, Indiana. Big Bone, Kentucky. Horny Town, North Carolina. <laughs> That's just insane. Horny Town, Cumming, Georgia. This is my favorite one. 
Big Beaver, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and Three Way, Virginia. If you currently live in Big Bone and want to take advantage of the new deal, just head on over to Pornhub's website, claim your free account. Uh, I found a few yeah. more. Did you say Pussy Creek, Ohio? Pussy Creek? No, I didn't. That's a good one. Um, how about uh, Spread Eagle, Wisconsin? That's a good one too. That's Canada has some has some good ones. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Oh my God! What? <laughs> Wait, That's not fucking real. Big Beaver real. is in Saskatchewan. Big Beavers in Saskatchewan. There's one. There's one in. Uh, there's one called Balls Cross. What about Blue Ball, Ohio? That's funny. Are uh, these all real? Dildo, Newfoundland. Dildo, Newfoundland. Yeah. I know that one. That's a great one. Uh, Wank, Germany. Oh my God. Nipple, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I there's sure. no way they pronounce it nipple. It's like nipple. <laughs> Actually, that's nipple, really really funny. I remember driving. I think I drove past it on my road trip. Because there's uh, a, there's also a Palestine nipple. like nipple. Ar- Arkansas or something, but they don't call it Palestine. Huh. Um, erect, North Palestine. Carolina. Did you say that one? Erect? No, that's a bald knob, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> How about? Oh, we got. We didn't even get to the ones in Europe. Yeah, where's bald? Where's bald knob, Arkansas? I'm going to Arkansas in October. Dick Shooter, Idaho. Dick Shooter. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Beaver Lick. Beaver Lick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What is up with these places? I, uh, how long ago were these places named? I don't know. I mean. Like Horny Town. That is just, that's just next level. Horny Town? Intercourse? Oh my God. Boysack, Scotland. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on like, I I mean, I know that like, I know porn gets uh, a lot of flack and there's people that, that hate it and there's people that love it and... um, You know, there's this push for like more ethical porn or like, uh, and there's arguments for for like porn free porn sites where it's it's essentially destroying the market for the sex the, the people that work in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, you got to admit, Pornhub has done some pretty their their marketing team is pretty goddamn yeah up to snuff. They definitely definitely have a a sense of humor. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of thing. I, I don't really know that much about it, but I know like music would have been also one of the same, would have been affected in the same way with yeah. technology and, and the music industry had to make adjustments. And yeah, I think like, um, there's some really cool stuff happening in porn out there and I think it's worth talking about. I think it's worth paying for. Um, it's worth submitting to if you're interested in being a porn performer. There's a, the very first uh, Turn Me On podcast that we did was with uh, was with um, one of the employees at Make Love Not Porn. That's right. Make Love Not Porn TV. And uh, they're currently looking for new porn stars. So if you're, if you have a, uh, an interest in in performing amateur making videos at home with your partner or partners um, they have they have some criteria but but anyhow you can go ahead on over there and do you know what the them. criteria is well they there are their criteria you have to you have to make films with a story oh okay um, yeah. there's like I think there's like an introduction video you have to do right. like Basically, and then once you have a video that you've submitted, someone can rent it for five bucks, and you get a part of the 
the proceeds stuff. Right. Yeah, that's I. I've, that's another thing that I've thought about uh, at length. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, submitting to it? Yeah. Well, no, just like, uh, just like getting into porn, mm-hmm. like doing porn one day. Yeah. I talked about it a lot with our our second guest that we ever had on, um, uh, Andrew, who was the the dom. That's right. And she was like, "Dude, get into it." They're like. You are you right now, like your your look is like really, really hot right now in, in porn. And I was like, really? I'm not like a I'm pretty I'm pretty average, like small I'm a smaller guy, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. Um But then when she said that I was like, Oh, maybe I could do it. You'd love it. I would love it. It'd be so fun. I mean you might as well. Be, You're not I don't know if I'd be good at it, but we're not gonna let you it. work with with uh, kids in the future anyway, so <laughs> yeah, not with right. that potty mouth on you. Oh, my God, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, we're only like 44 minutes in. Well, there was a, there was something else we we got in our <coughs> um, inbox this week from our friend Frank, who, um, who oh, mentioned yeah. this. And it's just for some reason I opened up my like folder of bookmarks related to turn me on and um one of the one of the headlines there that i I clicked on or had saved for some reason was um the world's most expensive condom is made of sheep intestine and it costs forty four thousand rupees what um yeah so anyway so frank sent us this uh, message and um that lambskin condoms feel awesome that you're not wearing anything at all since they transmit the warmth of tissue rubbing but they should only be used with those you are fluid bonded as birth control they do not prevent stis okay a couple things here yeah first one is what the fuck is fluid bonded well you have sex fluid bonding means you've bonded your fluids you're okay with your fluids mixing you just don't want to get pregnant Really? That that's all that is? Yeah. Is there like a process to fluid bonding? Yeah, you have to uh, slice your palm open. Bond. Well, that's what it sounds like. Fluid bonding ritual. Fluid bonding. Uh, couples who choose to stop practicing safer sex with each other are sometimes said to be fluid bonded. This is because they share bodily fluids with each other. Some monogamous couples believe that fluid bonding is a way to enhance intimacy. Right, so you're just not using. She's just condom. not using condoms. Yeah. What a what an interesting word. It's such a like. I mean, I, look, Frank, I love you to death. You know I do. Um, but when I read that, I was like, is Frank is Frank trying to like throw some hardcore woo woo shit at me? Woo woo. Yeah, some woo woo. Fluid bonding. Fluid bonding. What the fuck is that? But it, I guess it's just so that's it. It's just uh, no more condoms. Yeah. So like Becca and I would be fluid bonded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have. It's kind of you and I are fluid bonded. Mm-hmm. Becca and I fluid bonded. That's a little bit of a. There's a little bit of it, fluid bonding when it comes to polyamory. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. There's a bit of thought that needs to go into that for sure. You know, it does yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it's, it's an a, agreement to share bodily yeah. fluids with someone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. So it's it. it um, I like you. We had to have a conversation before you and Becca or me and anybody started having sex without condoms. That's right. We had to yeah. chat about that. Yeah, because I don't have to really worry about impregnating 
but it's the it's the mm-hmm. it's the STD STI thing that you want to. Yeah. Be so really, with. there's no reason for you to wear lambskin condoms. You'll never or have the opportunity. Maybe you should just try them. Oh, just wait, see do, how they feel. But do lambskin not protect from STDs? No, they do not. Oh, only birth control. Oh, They're only birth control. Well, oh, that sucks. Why? Because I was kind of like jacked up to use some lambskin condoms. Well, you could, and you could just, I mean, you could use them with Becca just to see how they feel. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Becca, I'm going to stop using my fluid-bonded naked penis, (laughs) and I'm now strictly only going to be screwing you with some lambskin on my junk. But not this one. Um a 200-year-old condom has been found to be the world's most expensive, sold at a whopping 460 pounds or 44,000 rupees. The 18th to 19th century contraceptive isn't made from latex, but sheep intestine. It's one of the few from a bygone age where condoms were made from the intestines of sheep, pigs, calves, and goats. Condoms were only enjoyed by the wealthy as it took time and animal guts to craft one. It wasn't until inexpensive rubber condoms came out in the 19th century that sheep intestines went out of fashion as a contraceptive material. Now I'm just so saying. wait, they where, where what where did they find it? Um, like on the dick of a mummy? <laughs> it doesn't say. How weird is that? Oh wait, it was found in France. No, that's all it says. <laughs> it was uh, seven inches. It was a seven-inch long condom. Yeah. Okay. Um, and was auctioned to be sold to a bidder from Amsterdam. So wow. it's you know what it's probably in. The I museum. bet you Yip bought it. Yip, you wearing that shit? Yeah. You putting that old dusty ass lambskin on your dick? It's funny they make an appearance in uh, Just Passing Through season two as well. They have this whole bit with the Fathers of Confederation. You know the mm. the the dudes, the actors that dress up as the Fathers of Confederation. And anyway, it's based in Prince Edward <laughs> Island. And there's this one scene where this it's set in modern day, but this one father of confederation is like so playing his role and he's like trying to pick up the the contemporary like modern day woman and he presents this like sheep skin condom <laughs> and it's like flies buzzing around it and uh, it's totally nasty uh, but you know what though let's not like let's not uh poo poo the the, the lambskin condom because I'm, I'm sure well, where does one get one how do you Ooh. like if I wanted to get one just to play around with it? Well, um, funny. Also, what do so they Frank look like? Included this this link to Cosmopolitan magazine, and it said, "Here's what you need to know about non latex condoms." And it's number five on here: natural lamb condoms uh, by Trojan. Get out of here! Yeah, fuck off. Latex free. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, Trojan natural lamb, natural lamb, mm-hmm. luxury condom, luxury condoms. Look at that, Jesus! Yep. Real skin to skin intimacy, latex free, trusted pregnancy protection. Right, so they even they even say it there. Look, oh yeah, they're they're interesting looking. They look um, a little more uh, natural, <laughs> I guess you could say. Oh my god, it is real interesting. Look at like like look, look at this thing with the tie off. It's got like a like a rope to tie off. Well, that's the what the that's what junk. like the uh, the ancient <clears throat> one looked yeah, like right. too. But uh, do they all have little strings attached to the bottom? No, I, 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 that might be just like an OG sort of looking one. Oh well, here's the. Oh yeah, no, they they sort of do. Here's I'm the. I'm looking at. Yeah, the photo of this one from uh, Natural Lamb. 
it it sort of looks like it has this this sort of tie tie to it. Drawbacks of lambskin condoms. Unfortunately, lambskin condoms are not perfect, and they have significant drawbacks. The most critical disadvantage is that the pores of the membrane of this type of condom are large enough for the transmission of disease causing uh, microorganisms, especially viruses. Right. So. Yeah. Right. So unless you're fluid bonded, people. Yeah. Um. My favorite out of this list of uh, non-latex um, is the Skin brand. They're my favorite. Skin, I think, the Skin condoms? Yeah. Like, S-K-Y-N? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just really like their packaging. <laughs> right. I don't like Durex. It looks like Tampax. I find those Skin condoms really tight. Do you? They're, they're fucking snug, man. To get an up upgrade size. Yeah. Oh, do they have bigger sizes? In they have all kinds of sizes. Yeah. yeah. They have extra large and... Yeah, I'll probably need Small. like the, I'll probably need the extra, extra, like large. The extra, 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 extra large. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they do, what I like about them is they don't slip off as easily as a lot. And, and that's probably the size thing. It's just like they're, they're fucking tighter. I've never had a condom slip off. Mm. Never had that experience. I did once. Inside it, you? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Did, and was it weird to get out? Uh, no, it wasn't weird to get out. I guess you just kind of reach in and pull it out. Yeah. Not a big deal. Um, but slip off. And, um, like after sex, not getting, not taking the D out quickly enough. And then the D shrinks and you, um, Oh, uh, you mean like condoms on the PP and the PP is in you Mm -hmm. and then the PP goes, and the cum comes out Mm -hmm. and then the PP stays inside you and goes, and gets uh, back to its like um, relaxed and non-excited state, and then because it's in that mode and not beast mode, the condom is like basically it's like uh, you know when you're when you're like um, a t- like a five and six, and you go into your dad's closet and you try on his suit, and so like the condom looks like the suit on the five-year-old kid. It's too big. It's too big for him. And so when he goes to pull out the, the pee-pee, because it's already, uh, that that big suit just sloths off, right? What do you Is think, you folks? Mean? Should Jeremy uh, go into the world of audio porn? What do you think of that <laughs> that story that he just told maybe you should make oh, a children's book fucking hell. about what sex is and <laughs> what it certainly is not <laughs> um but it would never capture the sound effects so that's why i think audio porn is probably your best medium probably the best for that yeah um yeah it's exactly like that um right it's like all of a sudden there's a f- a five-year-old in a suit yeah and I have a condom stuck in my vagina. Do you ever have sex where um, where you you and your partner um, like uh, they get hard and then and then specifically purposely you just you slip uh, they slip their penis inside you and then you don't move you just kind of lay there mm-hmm. connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. And you really got to try not to move. Uh-huh. It's hard. It's really hard. It's yeah. hard not to. Yeah. And then it becomes this fun kind of game. Mm-hmm. And you kind of giggle about it. Yeah. And then she kind of does like kegels on it. Yeah. And then that's like, well, that's she. 
they. Yeah. And that makes it harder. Uh-huh. Like in, in, in both meanings of the word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Harder to just be still but and harder, also, but also harder, harder. Yeah. 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 It's a, I like that. I mean, that's a, a neat thing to, to try if you've never tried it before. Just try that. Just yeah. try it. Just try it. Go try try it. it right now. Yeah, try it out. Uh, all right, let's let's wrap it up. A little shorter episode let's this week. Let's wrap it up. Oh my god! Style. Wrap it up in lamb, will you? Oh god, no, that's a baby animal. No, is that? Oh my god, yeah, lamb skin. Oh no, mm. lamb skin. You know I never what? thought about that. Yeah, it's lamb's skin. Yeah, we should really be looking into human skin condoms. Right? I mean, if we if we want to be like, uh. Honestly, uh, if you want it to be, it's so hard to have supernatural feeling. Yeah, just slipping into human skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like we could make, we'd, like you could um, donate your skin to science when you die. That's what I'm planning on. And doing. it could be made into. Uh, I hope they slice me up and turn me into condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please get out your document that details what you want done with you oh, and God. put that in there? Um, I never thought about that, though. I, that does make me a little sad. Yeah. That we're using um, baby lamb skin for to fuck. <laughs> we're fucking baby lamb skin. That's it's so crazy. Metal. It is super metal. Yeah. It's, I, it's super old school, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I guess that's like, that's like what did they, they used to do it with horns, too. Remember? We read that. They they used to use horns uh, as hollowed an aphrodisiac. Out hor- no, 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 no. Hollowed oh. out horns as condoms. No, they didn't. Yes, man. I swear to fucking god, Bridie. What? Hollowed out horn. Look it up. Google hollow. Look, look up horn. exactly what my fears are when hollow I'm horn a condom. Pap test. Look up hollow horn condom. I swear to god, I read that somewhere. Now that's metal. Uh, silicone. Condom reusable permanent hollow penis lengthening. I don't think that's. <laughs> what? What, what did you just open up your junk folder in <laughs> <Yeah>. Gmail? <laughs> uh, a brief history of the condom. Yeah, there we go. A very thin hollow horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my g. See, let's see here. So, uh, one thousand BC. This is as far as anyone can tell, roughly the time when the use of condoms was first recorded. They were made of oiled silk paper, linen sheaths, leather, or very thin hollow horn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, that can't, that couldn't have felt great. Yeah. No, no, it wouldn't. That, no, I don't like that. Especially if you have a short vagina. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Another another silly host episode. Listen, apply, come on the show, tell, and also tell us where to go. Oh, we, we gotta, uh. yeah, tell us where to go. Like, go to hell? No, 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 <laughs> no. Tell we we want to make a trip, and we're like we're we're throwing Montreal up in the air. Mm-hmm. We also threw Toronto up in the air. Yeah, New York is we up in the air as well. New York up in the air. And so it's like, well, where do the people want us to go? Um, reach out to us. Send us a message. Uh, uh, you know, comment on an Instagram post or whatever. We'll see it. Email mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Turn me on podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Tell us where you, where you want us to go. Um, Cause we want to come to your city. And we want to record with you mm-hmm. and we want to get to know the vibe of your city. What's the, what's sex like there? Yeah. What it, sex capades yeah. are possible. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's, 
we have a few people to thank this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, let's do it. Patreon thanks. Yeah, our Patreon, our Patreon uh, folks who um, have sent us some cheese, some cheddar over the past uh, couple months. We we're just, you know, kind of leaking the names gradually mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, toying with them. So um, leaking them out, like leaking. Uh, like the cum leaking out of a a, 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 sh- a thin or pre cum. Uh, well, I was gonna say a uh, what do you say a short horned condom, a thin yellow horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hollow, hollow horn, hollow yeah. yellow hollow horn. horn. So uh, thanks to. Uh, Charles Anderson. That's Ch- right. Charles. Ch- chuck it. Charles chuck it in her vagina. Anderson. Ooh. Or no, no. Was it chuck it in her ass? Yeah. That's, chuck it in your ass. That's a throwback to one of our earlier. Season one. Yeah. yeah season earlier one. episodes. We have uh, uh, Jesse Burchek. Burchek. Wow. Bow. Wow. How, how is that? <laughs> yeah, that's that a good one. Yeah. Jesse Burchek. Wow. Wow. I like that. What about just E? E? Anonymous That's E. That's it? Just E? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shoving this E up my butt before going into the gay orgy. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, there it is. That Hey-o. was kicking so quickly. Oh, ha- fuck. It's uh, quick. Patty Holloboner? Patty Holloboner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haley Bone. Hey, I don't think we need to do anything with that. Haley no. Bone. Haley Bone. You must have gotten some shit. Uh, Haley Bone. Uh, bone. Yeah. Um, and last for this week is Bradley Scene. Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Bradley saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Is that song about, uh, do they fuck? Are they fucking in that song? Um, they tickle. Oh, yeah. They kiss and they tickle. Yeah, that's what kids think is, like, tickling. Mm-hmm. They think they, tickling and sex are the same thing. Yeah, for sure. I had a kid tell me once that sex was uh, getting naked in a f- and laying in a field together. Right. That's uh, That sounds like sex to me. Yeah, it's like pretty sexy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it reminds me of that song, Summer of 69. Mm. <laughs> you know that song's not about the summer of '69, right? What's it about? It's about the summer, 69? the summer where he was just '69 and with his partner all summer. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Hundred percent. I gotta look into that. <laughs> uh. I'm not even joking. Uh, okay, we'll get. We'll have to get back to you guys on that. Uh, that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.